start. Okay, do you see like a red dot somewhere? Yeah, I see it. All right, cool. So we're live, man. Okay. We're finally live after all this time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a long time since I've been thinking about doing it. And um, yeah, more nervous about being able to like handle any backlash about any, you know, soccer is obviously a controversial thing. Yeah. And that's part of the reason I wanted to start this. So, um, like, I, I, I don't, I think part of it is, I'm not even sure if people aren't allowed to say what they really mean on mm -hmm. the air, like the, the pundits and the, you know, analysts and whatever. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to have that space where we say whatever the fuck we want. Um, <laughs> uh, and then at the same time, recognizing that this isn't going to be like a close to a full-time gig. You know, I don't know how I'm going to keep up with. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so I don't know how valid, I mean, my opinion is my opinion, is my opinion, whatever. Um, but yeah, so, so we'll see, we'll see. We'll, we'll be troubleshooting a lot of things, you know, uploading that on uh, different, on Spotify and, and other apps, which I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. I'll keep the audience posted, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of one of the main reasons I want to do it. Just kind of, um, put my opinion out there. Um, yeah. Sometimes I do feel like I have something to say. Other times I don't. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck do I know? But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's up with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So why did you want to do this? Why did you agree to this well, uh, good see. or bad? Out, uh, journey <laughs> yeah i mean let's see how it goes but uh it's just interesting because you know definitely when you have a, a group of friends and stuff like that you just sit down after you watch the game or something and you're like oh this guy did this this guy did that well, how come they didn't do this well you didn't see that you didn't see this you know and like you just said right now you tend to watch the pundits um talk about it and then like they focus on only on like certain things sometimes it's almost like you said like they have like a like a pre-agenda of what's like the most critical thing that right. they want to kind of promote but then there's right. all these other aspects of like you know that we always focus as well we see you know the casual player sees um that isn't talked about because uh it's not flashy it's not grabbing the headlines and all these other things it's just it's part of the game and stuff. Uh, and so I thought, yeah, that'd be cool to be able to talk about the, about those things that other people, you know, might not talk about, but are also critical and important for the games and stuff. Yeah, man. I think, I think something else, like maybe more so before when I was younger than now is I hear a lot of opinions and I'm like a lot of, a lot of the times I just don't understand how people <laughs> think certain things and, I might be on the I might be on the right or the wrong side of the fence, yeah. Um, and kind of just put it out there and see see how people react. And uh, it, it, I th yeah, there's it's like a con conglomerate of reasons I would say. Um, you know, the coronavirus gives me something to do. Um, although I will say that this is somewhat stressful. Like <laughs> I would only think it would be. Yeah, like I have to now. I have to do my research now. I have to. I don't even know how I'm going to upload this, to be honest. I tried this yeah. certain, like this app and, and yeah, but we'll see. 
you know, whatever. It's 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 a low key thing. Um, so, I think the other thing I wanted to talk about was kind of like our soccer background. And uh, why don't you start with, yeah, like what's your soccer background? Like what position do you play? What uh, what's your deal with soccer? Yeah. Um. I mean, just like uh, a lot of people, I've been playing since I was young. Uh, when I was uh, growing up, I was I would play like on Sunday leagues and stuff like that, um, with the uh, different type of leagues and things. Um, when I was younger, I remember playing more like midfield and and forward, um, and then I stopped playing for a while, you know, uh, and I started picking it up again after right. high school. Well, actually, like the ending of high school is when I started playing again. Yeah. Before that, I think I had stopped maybe like seven years or something like that. Yeah. Um, didn't really follow the game either. Uh, and I just started picking it up again. And um, I guess my my experience in playing would be more midfield um, with like defensive, like I guess defensive skills, which yeah. is why, you know, I, I tend to like to play uh, like a defensive midfielder position because my instinct is never to go – I mean, it, yeah, you, you want to go forward, but you also want to make sure you control the ball and, and protect, like, the yeah the back line. Um, yeah. And, you know, thankfully, after continuing to play more and more, you get used to also being able to play defense and stuff like that. So those have been my my positions that I've, uh, I guess, that I play and that I'm more comfortable with. Um, and I might not be as good, but those are the ones that I enjoy, and I think those are the ones that uh, I flourish the best in. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's an interesting point, like like deciding what position to play with. Um uh you know. It's and, it's like you, you know, uh, it's funny cuz we something when we talk about the with the game and we we play it within like, you know, like friends and stuff or Friday leagues and other things. Like everyone wants to everyone everybody wants to play a certain position. And the position is always like forward. They always want to score goals and everything. Yeah, but there's only certain people that you know that have like that. I don't want to say like arrogance to be like, give me the freaking ball and I'm just gonna run it and just kick the ball all the time. Yeah, um, there's those players that don't think like that. They're just like they're very timid about it, um, so they tend to, you know, play other positions. And then those those players that you know just want to dance with the ball, which are more like creative midfielders kind of thing, where yeah, they like to, they like to keep it with them. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's crazy, man. I don't. Uh, I do feel lucky in that sense, in that I feel like what I I I tend to do in the field is both probably what I'm better at and what I feel natural and I enjoy doing. Um, but I, I feel for people who want to be a forward, but maybe they're better at you know goalie or defense. Yeah. Which you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I can certainly appreciate each of those positions, except goalie. I, I suck at goalie. <laughs> but uh, but I, I think uh, I mean, it's interesting that you say that because I think that's the point of what I what we're talking about, what pundits talk about. People always tend to talk about you know the the game winning goal or the person that scores the most goals and all these other things, and that takes away from the rest of the players. And so people aren't you know, um, they aren't falling falling in love with the defensive players. They aren't falling in love with the midfielders that are just trying to control the game they're falling in love with those that you know shine bright that are scoring the goals that are you know winning the game mm-hmm. even though you know 
for certain teams, you can claim also that other stars, other other players are the ones that are actually helping them win the game. I mean, if if in a game a team gets ten shots and the goalkeeper blocked ten shots, and the striker just scored one goal, the striker's probably going to get the the glory and everything. Right. The goalkeeper just saved them from losing, you know, ten zero or ten one. Yeah. And so that's that's part of it. What you said right now, like it's a it doesn't glorify the other positions. Um, more mainstream, you know, glorifies like the the striker, the forward kind of player, and so mm-hmm. it takes away a lot from like the other players and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, I think I think uh, uh, one one cool one prime example, at least for me, was was Busquets. Like I I think I think if if you appreciate Busquets, I think a good proxy or a good metric, whether or not you understand the game, is if you appreciate. Busquets because for a long time like he was in the team but I never really appreciated what he did you know and a lot of it is because you know he does the defensive tackles he wins the ball like if you just look at highlights of him it's like a lot of tactical shit you know like preventing attacks Uh, back when he was you know a little bit better than now he's falling off the rail a little bit there but but yeah man like uh, there's there's a lot of things like like players like that that yeah you know they do they, they do more than, than what people think yeah definitely um, but yeah um so yeah well my my background is similar i played when i was younger not like competitively um here and there in sunday leagues but not really like continuously competitive um i just played for fun until now I guess. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, trying to keep playing, trying to keep it up all these years. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it can be hard. It can be, um, with injuries and stuff. You don't really yeah. see that many people yeah. go like get older and play at least competitively pick up. Yeah. Whatever. But like, yeah. it's, it's hard. Um, but yeah, so, oh, yeah, in my position. I don't know. I play, I guess, attacking midfield. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. I would probably, I would probably say that. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Get the, you get the ball, you just want to run it forward and pass it to the guy in front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's that's something that I've, I've, um, I've been trying to – well, not trying because of this whole corona thing, but just, like, like really understanding when to go forward and when to hold it. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I think naturally I've, I've I've done that more just because I don't have the same energy as uh, <laughs> back when I was younger. But yeah. but yeah. Anyway, so enough about us because people don't give a fuck about us. Um, <laughs> so the premier the Premier League is going to start this week. Um, like, what excites you about this season, and what doesn't? Maybe nothing not doesn't excite you, right? Maybe it's just pure excitement yeah. for you. But, but what do you see happening this year? Uh, definitely Leeds, Leeds United with Marcelo Bielsa. I just it was just confirmed that he is going to be staying for a season, right? At least one more season. Yeah. Um, to help them out with the transition to the Premier League. Um, if he stays longer, that's you know it's even better. But I think that's one that's an exciting thing. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure many many people are are aware of who he is, but whatever team he takes, he just his thing is, you know, controlling the ball and going forward, controlling the ball and going forward. And I think 
whether they win or lose, it's, it's going to be their games are going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Going to be very uh, fast paced, um, and maybe multiple goals, you know. And so yeah. it's going to get a, uh, it's going to make it an exciting game. And, you know, I think about Bielsa and I think about the the times when you know Athletic Bilbao and uh, Barcelona used to play against each other when it was Pep Guardiola and Bielsa coaching. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look into five minutes just into the game, and it's it's like back and forth, running up and down, pressing, pressing, pressing. It's and it, the ball comes out, and like you know, you see the players are like, okay, give me a minute, I need to breathe, I need to catch my breath for a bit. Yeah, that's what's like to me. I think to me, for me, this season, um, it's going to be a, a a very interesting to see um, how he does in the Premier League and how he does against like all these other coaches. It's. The Premier League has gotten so many good coaches, you know, and and they're strengthening their teams. You know, we got Carlo Ancelotti, we got uh, Pep Guardiola, of course, uh, Jurgen Klopp. Um, Chelsea last season surprised. They're still, I think, defensively they might still be a mess. Yeah. Um, but when they go forward, it's like you know, it's like this beautiful chaos of like we're just gonna go forward and whatever happens happens. Yeah. Um, but again, like I said, that's that's the problem because then they leave some defensively open. Yeah. Um, and then definitely, I think we should be aware of uh, Tottenham with uh, Mourinho. Yeah, um, I think uh, from the end of last season, we could see that uh, the team was starting to play like defensively solid, like he likes his, has his teams. Yeah, and so I think this season, you know, a lot of people say that he's a not that he's a has been, but his tactics are all um, outdated. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the man's won trophies and all the clubs he's gone to, so. <laughs> you surprised if he surprises in some in something. Hey, did Harry Kane get injured, or was that just my imagination? <laughs> uh no, I think I think he's good. Uh, he got injured last season, but I um I think he had come back already. Well, he was in the England squad, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was just my imagination. I might have seen this like from an old YouTube uh clip. Yeah. So I just want to pig- piggyback on the point of the, these good coaches. I think that there is there won't be a dominance of like City and Liverpool mm-hmm. that we've been seeing. Um, I think it's going to be a rougher playground. So I'm just looking at the standings from last last season. You have Liverpool, you have Jurgen Klopp, Man City, you have Pep, obviously Man United, who's finished surprisingly well. You know. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, and and did they buy anyone that was worth like? They just got a Vanderbeek, um, right? Okay, from Ajax. Yeah. yeah, so they so they're they're if they keep it up, you know, and then Chelsea, from everyone, I I didn't like them too much, but they also bought like they've yes they've stacked up good. To, I mean this this summer what Timo Warner. Yeah, um, I like Timo a lot. I've liked them for name, a um, long time. With the Havertz from uh, Havertz. Yeah. yeah, 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 uh, and then the guy from Ajax, I forgot what his name is, right? Right, right. Uh, fortunately, I think he did get injured, he's gonna be out for a couple of weeks. Um, who did the they get for the goalkeeper? Like, who's there gonna be their starting? They're trying to get Mendy from, from I think it's it's uh, Rams. Monaco or Rams, Rams, yeah, yeah, Rams, yeah, yeah. So Chelsea is definitely up for an interesting season. Okay. Yeah. And then fifth place was uh, Leicester City, which, you know, again. Dude, I, I mean, I mean we're, we're talking about last year. I, I'm, I'm just pretty so- shocked that 
they slipped up that bad, that bad. Like, like most of the season, what they were like second, third place. Yeah, and then ended up being in fifth place. I mean, still, you know, it's it's a Leicester City. Um, you have the the other teams that are have much more money and are you know more established, but they've been. I mean, they've been. Um, Brendan Rodgers was had to, had them playing really good, and then just the end, it just slipped up. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. So Tonham with Jose Mourinho Wolves. Yeah. Or fucking, they were fucking ripping it apart, man. Yeah. That consistency, though. Yeah. Um. And they haven't sold. They haven't sold any, many of their. I think any of their of their starters. The only thing when they sold is a uh, Doherty to yeah, uh, yeah. Tonham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I think it's the same squad. Did Leicester get anyone this this uh? I haven't read anything about it. I don't, right? I don't think so. That might be something they need to look into because Vardy is fucking like he's great enough, but yeah. you know, Arsenal, dude, Arsenal, um, great upsetter. You know, yep. they they beat uh Guardiola in that final, right? Yep. And um, semi-final, right? Oh, semifinals. Yeah, because then they won the final against Chelsea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Arteta. Um, so, yeah. And then you have, obviously, Leeds. You have Carlo Ancelotti. Um, with Everton. With Everton. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, you know, Sheffield United was was always a danger last season. Dude, they were, yeah, it was, that team was a surprising team that, you know, how good they did. But, I mean, it just shows, like, you know, Sheffield United, to me, was, you know, team over team over players. Right. You know that team was just compact. They worked together. They pressed together. They did everything together, and, and they got their just rewards, man. Yeah. Um, you know who I'm worried about? That that uh, uh, Aston Villa, man. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, first of all, I think Jack Grealish is overrated as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first of all <laughs> and then i don't know if they bought any i know they spent a lot of money when they first came up um yeah. but they didn't uh again right now i haven't heard it i haven't heard much you know from yeah. them I don't, I don't know if they bought anything yeah so i think i think it's gonna be um I don't know if I, I, I don't know if the the playing field is much more leveled. Yeah, I think that's probably the best room right now that I can think of. Um, but it's gonna be exciting, man. It's gonna be very exciting because if you remember last season, like Arsenal wasn't in the beginning or at least a large part of the season. Arsenal wasn't having a good season. Mangu wasn't having a good season. Tottenham wasn't having a good season. Um, who else? <laughs> Chelsea. They struggled, right? And so now we're looking. Week in, week out, it's going to be a dogfight, you know. So, you know, I think in that sense, it's going to be very exciting. Um, Now now the question, you know, we're both Pep fans, um, (laughs) I would assume. Um, You know, what happens to City? Or or let's say who – I have two questions. The first one is – let me just say both of them because I might actually forget them. I might forget them. Mm -hmm. The first one is – who win, who do you see winning the title okay. this year? And then the second one is who um, who finishes top four? Top four. Yeah, but the, let's let's go with the first one. Or actually, you pick. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, you know what? Like I, 
I have to say it. I, I see City, man. Last season I said City, and this season I say City again. <laughs> and it's not only because you know, I, like you said right now, like I'm big fan of Pep. Uh, I um, I love the things he does. It's the the, um, the tactics and everything, but he just knows how to. He just knows how to make the teams play, play right, well. right. And I think last season the problem was, you know, I was reading, I was reading this, uh, this article saying how you know Liverpool won the title, yeah, but they shouldn't have won it. If you're if you're looking at you know uh, chances created, you're looking at you know, um, estimated goals per game and all these other things, like all the statistics were favoring City. It's just that. In the end, you know, they couldn't find the end product and they couldn't do the they couldn't finish off the games. And then they would leave themselves open to, you know, counter counterattacks um that would end up beating them. Prime example is both games against Wolves. Both games against Wolves, you know, it looked like they were going to victory, even though I would give it to you. I think the second game they ended up with ten people. Yeah. Um, but they were they were they were leading and then you know they just they just break in the end because of those open spaces that that they have right be, um, behind the you know the fullbacks, um, and then you know a diamond trailer, we know beast of a runner, right? Of course, um, but yeah, it, it everything pointed. I mean, aside from them not winning the title, everything pointed that they should have won. And again, this season, I think I'm gonna have to give it to them. I think he needs to. The problem is that yeah, we haven't seen that. Uh, I think he bought only Nathan Nakey. Yeah, I'm trying to find right now the yeah Eki and Ferran Torres. Yeah, but I'm trying. Um, I'm trying to find the list of all the. Okay, here we go. I found it. So he bought, he bought Nathan Eki uh, from uh, Bournemouth. Um, so as a, as a support for defense, um, you know, if Eric Garcia stays or he goes, you know, he might be something that helps. But that's the thing. Like you know, it's about uh, finding uh, that coverage for the for the for the defense. And then, I, and then I think, in the end too, is how can he evolve his his uh, his team, right? Because we're we're into what fifth year, fifth year of his uh, city, fourth or fifth year. I want to say fourth. Well, here it's I'll Google eight. it. I think it's a. I think it's the fifth year. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you right now, but. Okay. Because I think the first, his first season was 2016. 20, 20, it was 2016, 2017. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's one, two, three, four. I don't even know how long it is. <laughs> Anyways, point is, it, it's, it's, it's longer than he's, than he's used to, like, you know, both with Barcelona and Bayern Munich. And one of the problems with, uh, with, like, with Barcelona was, you know, at the end, everyone, everyone understood how he played his system. Yeah. And I think um, people are understanding how he plays the system now, too. So he needs to be able to evolve, you know, do some small little tweaks and everything to be able to, to, to again go over that slump. Yeah, not being able to beat certain teams and things like that. Yeah, man. Uh... And then I, I can't to the to the opposite side of that. The reason why I also say City is because for Liverpool to win the title last season, which you know, congratulations, and that's awesome that they did win it after thirty years. Um, props to them. Everything just had to go their way, and mm-hmm. every single game that they won, something went their way. You know, I'm talking about like games where it's like they would look like it was going to be a tie, and in the end, they end up scoring that winning goal. 
you know, you, you, you can call it perseverance. You can call it hard work and everything, but, you know, sometimes it's just luck as well. And yeah, yeah. They go their way and, you know, they won. And, um, and I'm only talking about this too, like about how luck to and everything, because you can also say that their luck ran out when they, when they played against Atletico Madrid. You know, the second game, it looked like they was going to go their way and then it just switched within a second and Atletico eliminated them from the Champions League. You know, yeah. it's, it's not just about the perseverance and the work and everything. Sometimes it's, it's that little luck that puts you ahead. Right. And by the way, I want to add, there was a lot of um, criticism that Atletico played, you know, Atletico. And I've, I've been, I mean, I'm a, I, I, I was a Barca fan. I'm actually thinking about switching because of everything that's happening. That's, I don't want to derail. <laughs> I saw a lot of that game, and Atletico were not, like, I've seen them park the bus, like with yeah. Barca. They were not yeah. doing that. They no. were, like, I don't know what the fuck Klopp was mad at. Um, yeah, maybe they weren't playing the best mm-hmm. offensive football, but they were definitely not, like, yeah. like classic, yeah. you know, Atletico. Um, so, yeah. you know, and, and, and then I have, I do have, like, kind of, I, I do wonder what happens in the minds of these coaches because, like, what, like, if you're a coach at Liverpool and you're doing well or you're getting the results week in, week out, does the owner tell you, like, hey, Champions League is nice. You won it last year, but we haven't won the Premier League in so long. Like this, I hate to say it, but this is our priority. Yeah. You know, um, although I don't remember that. I think they did start the whole team. You know, they played. They wanted to win. It wasn't that they were. It wasn't with a. What cup was it where they played Chelsea and they got out, or or who when they only played like like um, second team, second string. That was probably the the. the F, was it the FA or the Carabao? The Carabao, probably. Yeah. That's the one that tends to be the ones where they play, like, the, the teenagers and the kids. <laughs> like us. Cool, I mean, because you give them the, the experience, you know? I mean, I would take it. They tell me, hey, you gonna you want to go play for Liverpool for, you know, the Carabao Cup? I'm like, all right, sure, why not? Let's do this. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, for, for City, man, I think, I think one of the biggest critiques I've, I, I've always had of City and Guardiola is... I don't know how much of an like a player with an X factor, like how much how much of a yeah how much of a player with a good X factor that they actually have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking I'm looking here at the transfers and like who is gonna replace uh, Silva Silva because I don't like Gundogan that much. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Fernandinho gave the ball away like three or four times. Um, in one of the Champions League games. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't the last game, I, th- I think it was the last game. And I was counting them. I was watching them, you know. Like, mm-hmm. that's something anyone can do. Like, if you look at a game and you want to see if someone's good, it's, it's like, look at what they're, look at, you know, like what they do with the ball once they receive it. And so, you know, you're, you're going to include Fernandinho in the squad. And then the other big critique is Sterling, man. So Sterling can move into space, you know, really well. But it's like he's looking for that square pass, and I get that football is is simple, you know. And then you you, you want to play it as simply as possible. But there are going to be times where you have to make that magical play where you beat someone or yeah. whatever. And he and he like to my opinion, he doesn't do that often. Yeah. Um. On top of all the misses, 
Um, I was about to, I was about to say that because that's the other that's the other part that uh that you know that I was saying like for for all those for all those chances that uh De Bruyne did for him, I mean the guy was scored a good amount of goals, but he should have scored a lot more, right? And yeah. So that that goes again to the the problem with Sterling is you know like again he, he's putting out he's putting out good numbers. Yeah. But for what he's getting delivered, you know what he's being put for in plate to him by the midfield he should be having better numbers mm. right yeah and, and and have you seen the all or nothing i think that's what it's called on, on yeah, Amazon. The, yeah yeah mm-hmm. dude he's this, he has a history with that shit yeah um like uh, what the fuck the one <laughs> two um dude like when did var start in the premier in the premier league uh two seasons ago i believe the, the season they won it yes because there were there were a shit ton of plays, at least from what I can tell, that they that. I don't remember what it was. I think it was there, last season or two seasons ago. I don't remember. There was a lot of like you know handballs and bad tackles that they didn't call mm-hmm. on City, almost like semi conspiratorial. Where like, do they not want them to win it because whatever yeah. X Y and Z? Yeah. Um, but okay, so that's that's one concern that I have, and I guess. They do have a lot of, you know, offensive power. I was looking at their stats last season. They finished with uh, 102 goals. You know, Liverpool was, um, with 85. And then Man U with 60. The, the next closest one was uh, Chelsea with 69. That's, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a big difference. Yeah. 102. But it's crazy. Uh, goals against is 35, right? And Liverpool had 33. Yeah. Okay. So they scored more goals in Liverpool, and they conceded more or less the same goals yeah. as Liverpool. Yeah. So it's like, like what's happening, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm worried about that. I'm worried about. I think I think if Pep wants to win the Premier League, like if that's his if that's his priority, I think he'll do it. Uh-huh. I don't know about the Champions League though. Like in all these other tournaments. Yeah. Right when crunch time, when you need that. You need someone to like just break the deadlock. Yeah. Um. Like, what do you think happened with Leon? Like, what went wrong there? I I definitely think what the people said it's it's true. Um, because he's such a genius when it comes to tactics and to the game, and he does these like small little twe- tweaks and everything, or changes the whole system, or tries to implement this whole thing. It puts the team into like a position where. You know, if one player forgets what the new, what the new, what his new role is supposed to be, or what you know how he's supposed to approach that that position now that he's being given, yeah, it just you know destroys everything else. And so, definitely, I I, I do agree with that situation in terms of like um, what they were saying that Pep kind of shoots himself on the foot, yeah, because he should just trust the system. He should trust the system and get somewhere where to where he gets him. Yeah, and then just go with it. You you do or die with it. You know, yeah. don't switch it unless it's like a switch where it's like because you know that this is the strength that the team might have, and you want to prevent them from using that, and that's their main threat, right? Um, but if it's not that, then you shouldn't switch the t- it, it. I think I don't know if it was him or I read somewhere where it's saying that that um, someone said something like, "Oh, we don't switch to their team." They switch to us, right? 
Mm. Like we are going to play our game, and that's and that's going to be it. If they want to switch, they're going to be the ones switching to make sure that they try to neutralize ours. That's I think that that's the part that's like messing him up. That it's uh, messed him up last season um, on this Champions League because like he just wanted to switch everything around, and you know it just it, it didn't it didn't work for him. Now if we're talking about like, seasons ago with the Liverpool game. That, that that's a whole other question, right? That I think there was some calls there that benefited uh, Liverpool that took them all the way to the, to the championship on the Champions League. Right, right, yeah. I saw that in the documentary. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking... It's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. Not just, you know, not just because, you know, we're supporters of, of this team or whatever, but more so just like the the ethics and the morality of the game, you know? Yeah. And, it, you know, the interesting... The, the, we're talking about this. It's, I think I asked you once, and maybe this might play part of the game and everything. But I'm pretty sure they teach the refs to focus on, you know, focus on whatever that they have to be looking forward to and everything. But the thing is that refs are also humans. So, can you really say there's a moment where they themselves might get, you know, distracted because they just saw something that they found interesting, and for that even this, that half a second, they missed this. You know this uh, this this foul or this uh, this kick or this hand you know handball or something like that because it's a moment of you know of of lapse. Uh, and to me, that's that's always been something that's interesting inter- interested me in terms of like refs and games because you know we we tend to get angry when oh ref didn't see this oh ref didn't call that oh the ref is you know um, got paid off to do this and whatever 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 yeah but. We tend to forget, you know, and discount the human aspect of it. And just like we get, you know, awed by the sport and the game. Yeah. You know, I, always, I often wondered if it, I often wonder if it's, it, even if it's for a split second, it might happen to rest as well. Because you're like, in your head, you're like, how the fuck did you not see that? You know, like, it, it was so freaking obvious. Um, yeah. So, so that, that's a very interesting point because um, there's like, you know, we play soccer, so we know. Well, maybe, I don't know. I, I guess this is more, this isn't as clear cut, but sometimes we know it's like, okay, that is real versus mm-hmm. other times like, okay, we know he do, he, there's, he, he took a dive or whatever. Yeah. And I would agree with everything you're saying, except I just looked up when did VAR start in the Premier League. And I uh-huh. think it started with the Champions League that same year, if I, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It was uh, November 2018 when it started. Uh-huh. So, like, there was no reason, I guess, for that to have happened yeah. to, to Manchester City. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. It, it's hard because there there are certain plays where it's I get I get that, and I and I would I would understand that with like offsides and like little details, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I don't know if if the player's shooting for goal, and there's a handball. I don't know. I think it's situational. But like the PSG Man United game. You know how in the end um, they ended up giving a, a handball, and that's how Manu eliminated PSG. No, I don't remember that. Okay, well if you see that, if you see that, it was like it's a it's a natural movement, and you know the the ball ended up touching his hand, and because the ball touched his hand, it was called a penalty. Mm. But again, it's like if you if you if you're thinking about like the humanity aspect of like you know how we react and how we move our bodies, like how can you call that a 
a handball, you know, unfortunate, but it was unfortunately called a handball on PSG got eliminated by, by my United. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's very, yeah. Yeah. It's very uh, controversial. And I think that's one of the problems that people are having right now when, when it comes to, to VAR is that any small touch is, uh, it's, it's almost, it's just being considered a handball, you know, and um, it takes away from it because sometimes it's like, it's not even, it's not even, you can't even do anything to prevent it from touching there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and there's like, oh, it's a handball, could you touch it? And it's like, what, I, how am I supposed to move this quickly, you know, or how yeah, yeah. my body is like moving this way kind of thing, so... Yeah, I, I know, like, for slide tackles, I've seen it a lot where, like, defenders will put out their hand forward, like, like up like that. Yeah. And it's – I'm like, I, I don't think that's necessary to – Well, can you, I know. Like, can you picture yourself throwing yourself with your hands to your back? Like Not even towards your back, but, you know. That's my, that's my thing. Like, how do you – yeah, it's, it's, it's a little – to me, that, that would be a problem because, like, you know, you tend to do that to, like, protect yourself or not land wrong or, you know, be able to, like, control yourself. If they if they don't want you to touch the hand like that, then that means you need to throw your hands in the back. I think, you know I mean? yeah, in the back or on the side or put it yeah. next to your body like this yeah. or whatever. But I think, I think that's what – I think that moment of tension is, like, okay, like, outside of the box, you can slide whatever way you want. Mm-hmm. But inside the box, it's a penalty, and I think it adds more to the – entertainment of of it but yeah i don't know we'll see um yeah so so yeah that that's kind of what i think i don't know who will win the the premier league this season i don't know if it's clear cut clear cut is man city um if i had to if i had to give you my choices would be definitely man city yeah Uh, i could definitely see liverpool repeat again yeah and the last one you're gonna call me crazy it's all right but i think tottenham (laughs) I think, yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, anyway, people can talk about, about Mourinho and everything, but that man works miracles with teams that that aren't supposed to be doing much, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And, so, I, and I wouldn't be surprised. You know, he, he talked about how Matt, taking Manu to second place was like the greatest achievement, right? Um, yeah. And then everybody laughed. And then you saw how horrible, you know, the team was after he left and, you know, like, they need to rebuild from the structure and everything up and everything. And, and you take it into context and you're like, damn, this guy got second place with that freaking team. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, for, for him, uh, I, 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 I would say he's my dark horse. He's your dark horse. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually not a bad answer. That's a good answer. Um, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, yeah. Liverpool, Man, Man City, Tottenham. Man, if Leicester bought more people, maybe I would have put them up for the running. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with those same answers. Maybe Man United up there as well. Yeah, I don't know about Chelsea, man. I don't know. I don't know about Frank Lampard. I, I don't. It's still doubtful for me. But yeah, he didn't have like a Did good. It? The only thing I think I know he reinforced is he got Thiago Silva, right? Yeah. Um, the man's kind of old and everything, but he brings experience and probably control defensive line. So I mean, we'll see what what effects he does with that with that defense. Um, but that's the problem I think when it comes to Chelsea. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that they're, they're so full on attack um, that it leaves them very wide open when it comes to, 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 to a counter. Yeah. And that's why they tend to lose. You know, that's why their games are very high scoring games. Yeah. Because they go forward and, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, Braveheart, let's go at it. Yeah. Let's just see what happens and they score, but then they get scored again as well. Yeah. Uh, they they also have some questionable people in defense, like on top of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen – I can't tell you a specific example, but I remember feeling like, like wow, man, these defenders need to step up. They can't yeah. be ball watching or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah. I was going to say, also for, for all uh, all U.S. fans, Christian Pulitzer's getting number 10. What? Oh, yeah, he got number 10? Yeah, they're giving. That's what I read that Pulisic is going to be number ten for Chelsea, which is to me it's a, uh, it's awesome because that means that they are giving him, uh, the task right. Yeah. To 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 push and help this team. Yeah. You, not not anybody, not everybody gets the number ten, and it speaks a lot that they're willing to give him that shirt. Who had it last? Uh, uh, William. Yeah. Yeah. And he went to uh, Arsenal, right? Arsenal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really, what is it, two days from now? Um, I'm really, yeah. I'm, I'm like anxious already, literally looking forward to it to see, uh, to see how it goes. Dude, uh, the match I'm looking forward to the most is the Leeds Liverpool. Yeah, that's the first, that's on the first match day, right? Oh shit! I thought it was Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the first it's match day. The first match day. Uh, yeah, Fulham, Sunham for as the first match of the season. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But anyway, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know a lot about the other leagues. I don't keep up with them as much. Um. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, if you want yeah. to talk about it, you want to bring something up. You know, yeah. Feel free. Sounds good. Um. So Messi, man, let's talk about Messi. Like, what do you make of the whole situation? Um, I think it's a bummer, man. They should have let him go. I mean, I get it. Uh, football, soccer is a business, um, and they're gonna try to get something out of him if they can. But did you see the interview? Yeah, with the, the goal. with the goal exclusive. Oh, yeah, goal. I mean, he was saying exclusiva. Yeah, it was our exclusive. But I'm gonna bust a, yeah, exclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, he kept saying that he 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 was signing the president for like the whole year that he that, that he knew that this was his last year and he's and he's ready to go and yeah, for them to tell him like, okay, you can decide at the end of the year and then the end of the year comes and they're like, nah, dude, you can't go. Yeah, like I mean, if Coleman the one that said it, like we only want players who want to be here, like. You know, he didn't want to be here anymore. You should have just let him go. Like, he did. He's done so much for the club. Like, why can't you just respect that last wish? You yeah. Know? I mean, it, it, it's not the the fairy tale ending that everybody would have loved. Um, I don't think that that's the way he wanted to end it either. But it was his choice, and I think it should have been respected. And it sucks that it didn't. It wasn't. Yeah, I honestly am thinking of not being a Barca fan anymore once he leaves. Mm-hmm. Just because, 
one of the reasons I kind of felt I, I am a Barca fan is because of the respect. They're, it always seemed like they had respect within their players and, you know, yeah. X, Y, and Z. And, and there was like honor or whatever, you know, mainly respect, I would say. And in this case, it just was very, I think it was just disgusting. I mean, I, I get it that they, that they were trying to, you know, a deal is a, a contract is a contract, man. Yeah. And if Messi wanted to leave and he was serious about it, he needed to have like whoever, I don't know, I don't know how it works, but either his lawyer or the his agent, his dad, yeah. to know the fine print and be like, hey man, like look, like we like if you need to go, this is the date. Yeah. Um maybe he trusted the president. Maybe he thought that the president would be like, Hey, like don't worry about that deadline. If you want to leave, you can leave. Yeah. yeah. And if that if that was the case, which is that's what he's saying. Yeah. Um it's just very it's just it's just disgusting, and you know what? It's disgusting to me on, on many different levels, and disappointing for me, because I think even the actual league got involved. Like they were tweeting, yeah. Yeah. and that's just that's just like they only give a fuck because, like, dude, imagine if Messi left, man. Like, like who are like high profile players like that? Like you have Griezmann, yeah. Well, like that's that's it. Like maybe Tristegen, I mean, Coutinho. Now he's there. Uh, they could probably try to. To Eden Hazard, um, I heard. I, I heard. I don't know if this was a guy. I didn't. I didn't click the story, but I heard he got fat again. Is that true? Did you hear I that? I don't know. This. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's the summer. Let him eat some buns. <laughs> um, dude, no, yeah, like, and then, what, and what, you what you just said, like that. That's and that's the part that like sucked is that. I mean, the league can't lose him because he's a he's a money maker, and without him, you know, the the league would would suffer. And it's the truth because there's a lot of people that just watch it for Messi. There's a lot of people who just follow it because of Messi. There are a lot yeah. of fans, Barcelona fans, that are just fans because of Messi. Right, right, right. Uh, I I started watching Barcelona because of him. Right. Um, now one of my favorite players is there too, which is Antoine Griezmann. Of course, you know. Uh, big fan of Atletico, and I really liked him when he was with Atletico. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, it's like, what are people going to watch, you know? And, I mean, the, the only positive thing was would have probably been that, you know, that thing they called Messi, de, Messi Dependencia. Yeah. It would have forced the team to actually start playing like they used to. Um, let's see if Coleman can get that done right now, um, where it's, like, less dependence on him. Uh, more of a full team kind of style of play. Um, it, it's interesting because if you think about back like Barcelona in the last fifteen years, or or even twenty, they've always had this ex like great player in their team. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen them play with like a squad kind of like Liverpool. I would say like Liverpool has a lot of good players, but mm-hmm. they don't have a single maybe Allison. I would in my book, or I like I like uh what's his name? Uh, he's a he's is he the right or left back? Uh, Alexander. Um, oh, Trent. Trent. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. call him the the, the ox, Trent. but no, Trent. Yeah, yeah, I like how he plays. But to say like you have like this one player that does everything for them and or whatever, you know. Like I don't I think. They, say, I mean, I will say that the that the team plays way better when Sadio Mane is in there. I'm just saying that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If I had to choose between Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah. I'd go with Mane. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, that's probably that's probably the closest thing that you have to like a uh, X factor in that team. Yeah. Um, but I get it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, when, when Real Madrid were thinking about buying players, they were, that's the person they were trying to poach out of all three. I mean, Firmino's out of the question. No offense to Firmino, but, you know. Anyway, so, yeah, like, Nelson's, like, Semedo had the, the horrible game in the final when they got destroyed by Bayern. Like, horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing there. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't even be in the Champions League. Um, and and on paper, they seem to have a semi-decent squad. Like, the back line is, like, they don't have, you know, Jordi Alba is old. Samuel and Titi can come back to the... I honestly, when he had, like, before he got injured, at some point, I really did think he was the, the best central, um, central in defender. The one in the world, man. Like, All at world? the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of anyone else at that time. Um, and then the midfield, like, dude, it's, you know, I feel bad for Frankie. He, he had a good game against Bayern. Like, he moves yeah. and stuff. You know, they got, they got Coutinho, Philippe, uh, let's say, like, Sergio, Frankie, and Coutinho. Like, those are kind of like their best midfielders from this. And then they have Messi, Dembele, Trincao, which I, I don't know. Have you seen him play? No, I haven't. Me neither. Haven't. <laughs> He's supposed to be uh, really good, so... I mean, we'll see how he does. And did you hear that Bra- Braithwaite wanted a number 10 if Messi left? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Dude, how many times uh, does that happen in, the, in, like, in, in like a Sunday league where like a random ass player is like, I want the 10. I'm like, bro, yeah. you're not a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if that was true. I, I doubt it, but if, if he did ask for it, I mean, props to him. He has a lot of balls to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I I don't know. It, it, it's very, it's a very disappointing situation. I don't know. The burden's on Messi. Yeah. Um, I, I think we've all been in. Uh, I can't imagine how it's like, you know, being in like a shitty position like that. Like if anyone, I mean, you you've had you've you've had those situations where you have a job that you fucking hate and you have to keep showing up to. Yeah. Or or a relationship or whatever, you know, putting yeah. X, putting your variable. It it, it sucks coming in. To you know, to, to work every day, and and I think what us also sucks is that, you know, we could have seen him in one of his like ending years. We lost we lost a year of him being in yeah. a in a top team and still competing. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, I think, to to everyone, not just Barca fans or Messi fans or, you know. Yeah. Um, I heard that he was the most googled thing. After COVID, I mean, uh, 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 more than, oh, tweeted. It wasn't yeah. Googled. No, tweeted. Just tweeted, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I will say this, though. It speaks to it speaks to the level that Messi takes Barcelona um, to the fact that they barely lost La Liga to Real Madrid. Um, oh, yeah. That, we should know, talk about like, that. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's astonishing because um, – you know, people think that Messi has basically been the one. Basic Messi has been the bandage, the bandaid to the to the team. Yeah, he's covered the cracks for so long, and then just this season, it just you know it finally unraveled. Everything unraveled, and it showed how flawed, how weak, how um, uh, messed up the the you know the the Barcelona is right now. But like I said, it's astounding to see that this is probably one of the worst Barcelona teams or worst season that they've had. Yeah. And yet they still were there till the end, you know, 
they still got to the to that Champions League um, position where they got to with this team. Like, you know, talk talk shit all, all you want about Messi. You know, say whatever you want, don't, even if you don't like him and everything. But the man carries that team. And when people say that he disappears, it's like, you know, um, there's only so much he can do, right? There's only so much he can do. We talk about the Liverpool game, uh, yeah. the 4-0. And you will see, if you see the, if you saw the game and you see the numbers, like the man was creating chances for his teammates. Yeah. His teammates couldn't finish. He didn't score a goal. Yeah, okay. But that is because he was doing the work so that other people can score, you know? It's – I I – that's the part that, you know, it's, it's frustrating to me sometimes is that he doesn't score, he gets criticized for that. But then you don't see that it's because, you know, he pushes himself to go down, to do, start doing the playmaking work and start doing everything else so that everybody else can do that. And then the, it's just that the teammates, the teammates don't finish for him. And so it leaves them where it leaves them, you know. Um, and so that's uh, that, that to me, it's pretty astounding to see that. That you know, this Barcelona, one of the worst uh, Barcelona teams in the past ten years, fifteen years, whatever. Yeah, still got, still went all the way to to the finish line, and barely lost La Liga. You know, that speaks to the level of of Messi's uh, genius and the level that he he uh, he, he he elevates the team to. And mm-hmm. I genuinely think that if Messi would have left and he would have joined Man City. Um, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they would have won everything because that's that's how incredible he is, man. I mean, especially in Man City, and you know, you have the players like De Bruyne who are going to be doing all the work that he's doing in Barcelona right now. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, a couple things. The first thing is, yeah, like they they um, it was close, man, and a lot of people were like on you know uh, celebrating Sidon because of all his work and, you know, whatever. He does deserve some credit, but... Yeah, definitely. It's still... I, I was never convinced by Sidan. Never. Yeah. Um, and he's... He, like, yeah, he won the... But he should have... I don't know. I, 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 I'll still give him another chance because he came in with a crap, crap, crappy uh, yeah. squad. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, and I'm referring to the way he, he got out with City because City dominated... Yeah, you know Real Madrid, and it was no contest. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see next season. I don't see him being at the helms there. Um, I think he'll. Well, actually, you know, we'll see. This is all um, depending on the, on dependent that Barca or Atletico even. You know, they 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 ended up at seventy points tied with Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Um, that they step it up. Um, no. But yeah. Regards to Messi going to City, man, I I was very iffy about that. I wasn't. I was never like, I think, on the train for that. And part of the reason is because you know, he need if he goes to City, he would have to be subbed, man. You know, like play seventy minutes or whatever, and he has to let himself do that. Like like at Barca, there is this kind of unspoken rule that you don't take out Messi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you watch him and the. What, what was the game before they got eliminated? Um, who did they play uh, with Bayern? Before Bayern. Napoli? Yeah, Napoli, dude. He he looked tired towards the end, right? Yeah. And nobody takes him out because he's messy. You know, if he can get that in order, then maybe for me, I would, I would, I would think it'd be like a, 
you know, a very, uh, like an addition that would actually have them win all, everything, right? That being said, you know, Messi on any team is going to fucking um, improve your team. The other thing, too, is, you know, you have him and Sergio Aguero, you know, like two old players. Messi does impress, you know, um, on top of that with Man City's defensive issues. I, for me, I wanted to see him at PSG. <laughs> PSG? As a, this is so fucked up. As like a, vaca- like a vacation league. As like a, like a, you play week in, week out. As a semi-retirement league? Yeah, you play week, week, week in and week out. It's not going to be as back and forth as a Premier League. And then when yeah. it comes to the Champions League, you, you give it your all. Your all. Yeah. You know, that, for me, that was like the perfect medium. And, and I saw hints that Ronaldo wanted to leave Juve. And I'm like, dude, what if they sold fucking, uh, yeah. they sold some of their players and got Ronaldo and Messi like at uh, PSG, dude. Yeah. Like that was like my, my uh, <laughs> you know, my dream for, yeah. for a split second. But I was thinking, I'm like, dude, they're already fighting for, they were fighting at some point for penalties. I can't even imagine what the dressing room would be like. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, I, I did want to see Messi leave. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been very, very entertaining um, and interesting to see him at another place, um, yeah. especially, especially the Premier League. Like, that would have – I don't know, man. That, that would have been, like it, – it would have been really close to being, like, a monopoly of soccer, at least European soccer, you know. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, Mexico isn't thinking about this that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But we get another season of him still in Barcelona. Uh, I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see the team play. Let's see how it goes. Um, from what I'm reading, apparently uh, uh, Coleman is, is training them a lot harder. Um, and he's doing, yeah, it, they're doing uh, stronger and harder sessions, um, which is good because, you know, they need a lot more endurance. Yeah. Um, be able to run up and down. Um and then let's see if he gives a chance to all these, you know, these young players and stuff. Like that. Um, yeah, to see how to see them shine, you know. And I, I mean, I think for him is like uh, he wants to play the players that they were purchased to play in the position that they they're naturally playing, right? So I think uh, Griezmann would probably be the the point for um, the attack for the attack, mm-hmm. um, which. I got a, a, a short go going a little tired about that. That you know, when you see him play, you see, when you see him play, you see that he's doing the runs and everything, but nobody ever wants to give him the freaking ball. And it's, it's frustrating because it's like, dude, he's doing perfect runs, he's doing perfect maneuver and everything, but you know, maybe it's not because it's not part of the philosophy or is he still not acclimated correctly and everything. But there's a lot of games where you'd see that he ran behind the defender, he would run a, like, straight, you know, find that spot open, and that just, the ball just wasn't going to him. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, at, on the other side, too, playing devil's advocate, you see a lot of shots directly towards the goal, Cooper. Yeah. You know, like, you know bad shots. Yeah. Um, so he, 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 you know, I want him to do well. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing. Like, if you think about all the purchases Barca has made, you know, uh, how many of them have been very beneficial? Or yeah, and yeah. so fucking what's his name? Coleman want he can want anything you that he desires, but statistically, it's not going to look good in yeah. terms of hoping that. 
and, yeah, and, and yeah. 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 yeah so. so so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how how they do. Um like I said, I'm a big fan of Atletico and and uh Diego Simeon, so I always look into those games as well. Did they buy anyone? Uh, Did they sell anyone? Like I, I have no <laughs> I know they're trying to sell Costa, but apparently you're still there. Um <laughs> like I'm not leaving. <laughs> um but and then uh, Juventus wanted to buy Alvaro Morata, mm. uh, but I don't think they're selling him. They put yeah. a price tag of like if eighty million or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, Sevilla with, uh, you know, they just won the Europa League. They're, they're playing really good as well with uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw that. Very Emery, impressive. Unai Emery is going back with the uh, Villarreal. Uh, Valencia looks like a shit show, honestly. They've like sold all their players. Like, what I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Um, but yeah, I definitely watched that league because to me it's a little more tactical. Mm. Uh, the, the league is a little more tactical, yeah, it's maybe a little slower than the Premier League. Um, not as fast paced, but uh, it's a lot more uh, tactics and movements and everything like that. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, none of this gets canceled because of COVID. That would suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, it doesn't. But anyway, so let's keep this short and sweet. Um, I don't know how long we've been going for. I don't have the timer here. Who knows? But uh, yeah. So, do you want people to know where to reach you at your social media, or do you want to keep that private for now? Uh, I do, but I don't know it. So let me get, <laughs> let me get the stuff and then I'll give it to you guys in the next one. Right, I'll all put on the link. All I will say is that I'm starting from today, the first episode, I'm starting a petition. Um, Pep Guardiola, if you really want to prove yourself as the greatest coach of all, you're going to have to go to Mexico. <laughs> you're going to have to coach Cruz Azul and you're going to have to get them to win the title. All right. Just saying that right now. That's the ultimate goal. All right. Hey, they're playing pretty well, huh? Yeah, they always play pretty well. No, 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 they, no. <laughs> like they're actually playing pretty well, man. Yeah. Um, I just, I just they give me know, hope, but yeah, don't, 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 don't. I just, <laughs> I just don't want you to get crushed again. Dude, my All dad right. wants the wants the jersey. Mm-hmm. I got him a large, but because he has a belly, he mm-hmm. he told me to get the extra large. But it, I don't think it's <laughs> it's too big. Gonna look at this. Yeah, I think that's how they do. I think they just elongate it. I don't think they yeah. widen it too much. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's the ultimate, all right? Right now, starting that petition. That's the ultimate challenge, Pep Guardiola. And if not, then we'll take uh, Eduardo. Will take Jurgen Klopp too. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> dude. But dude, you know, man. Honestly, man, I could see Guardiola going to Cruzul and still not winning a title, dude. <laughs> you know, um, I could. I, I that would not surprise me. Damn, um, that's but, crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining. And thanks for everyone still listening. Um, we'll see what we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys uh, updated. I would say, um, I don't know where he's going to put it up and everything like that, but if you guys have questions, if you guys have any comments that you want to share, definitely put them, put them up. We'll read some. We'll talk about some. Um, you want to insult us? You can do that as well. You know, we don't, we don't know much and everything like that. Um, but yeah. You guys are more more than welcome to put your input as well. Yeah, be trying to be nice, guys. Yeah. But uh, if not, then fuck it. It's COVID. <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right.